You're listening to The Served Up Show, a podcast that features inspiring beverage professionals and topic experts that share their passions through meaningful content. Your hostesses, Bridget Albert, is best known as the Market Fresh Mixologist, an industry mentor with over 25 years of experience. And I'm Julie Milroy, best known for my passion for leading change and helping others grow in their careers. Grab a cocktail and sit back. Let's learn how we can make a positive impact in our industry. Hi, it's Julie. Thanks for tuning in to Served Up. We are thrilled to introduce you to Perry Osby, a community leader that has found a way to share his passion for the purity of the Black community through his podcast, Follow Suit. Follow Suit shares an insight to Black culture through real-life conversations with everyday people talking about everyday topics and issues. Perry is a musician, athlete, and a rising philanthropist. He founded a community impact program called HUD, which stands for Hold On To Our Dreams, designed to increase education and job opportunities for youth. Perry is making a big difference in our country, and we look forward to him expanding his platform and sharing his love. Now sit back. Grab your favorite tequila, served up, and get inspired. Terry, welcome to Served Up. Julie and I are really excited to have you on the show today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Can you tell our listeners a bit about your background, you know, where you're from, and you know, what are you, what are you doing today? Yeah, so I'm um, born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, I run and host a podcast called Follow Suit. Um, the the meaning behind that is, you know, as a culture, we've been dealt a bad hand and they expect us to follow suit. But I'm trying to change the narrative of, of that. Um, back in 2019, my uncle, who I was very close with, um, he, he lost his life due to suicide. Um, he was one of those people who had everything going for himself, um, beautiful family, great career. Um, nice home. So you would never expect him to be going through these issues. And um, I wanted to create a platform that everybody can have to come on and vent to never feel like they're alone in their problems. You know, it does. It's not a it's not a show where it's super dry and informational. We have fun on the show. Um, I pretty much just interview common people within the culture to have common common conversations on common topics. So whether it's relationships or mental health, whether it's, um, you know, autism, anything under the sun, I can interview anyone because I want the common person to feel like they can relate to the show. That's really great. And, you know, I think what you're doing is so meaningful because sometimes it is just having those simple, I, I don't want to say simple because they end up being very complex, but they're very natural conversations that, you know, we've grown up that it's taboo. You don't talk about that. You don't talk about mental health. You don't talk about you know, things that aren't good or positive all the time. And um, it's important to talk because that's how you, you get support, you heal, you know? So when did you start doing this? And I know that your uncle and, and sorry, you know, that may rest in peace and that he passed away in 2019, which is not very long ago. Um, 
did you kind of have this in your blood prior to that? Or, you know, tell us a little bit about kind of your journey and who you are and, um, you know, what, what you did is, you know, in your young adult life and your family to kind of get you to this point to want to give this back to the community. Yeah. So I've always, um, so one thing, as far as me, I've always been someone who's been outgoing and performed in front of large audiences. So I've made music since I was 11 years old. Um, now that I'm older and married now, I took a different path, but, um, I've always made music since I was 11 years old. I've been in stage plays, I performed at the Cleveland Playhouse Square uh, a number of times. Um, then I have a, a, a strong family background. Uh, my grandfather's a pastor. Um, I'm, I'm not a pastor, so I don't want people to get confused by that. Uh, I am the average person. But having those type of roots, uh, it always kept me humble and grounded. And I always care more about the next person to a fault. So, um, you know, when I see people go through things and having a big family like that, the downside of having a big family is that people pass on. So we always have to move forward in life and have to deal with those pains. And I wanted to always find some type of way that I can honor my people and make them feel like, or make myself feel like I'm carrying them with me. So um, one way I decided to do that is, you know, doing this podcast. I've, I've always enjoyed speaking, uh, sharing stories. People think I'm hilarious and people think I tell good stories. So I figure why not share my journey and my my wisdom and experience with other people and maybe it can bring a bright spot to other people's day. Yeah, I love that. Um and I know that it's it's truly an important time to to be doing um exactly what what you're doing, right? With that messaging. You know, my question to you Perry is how have you seen your message kind of evolve and change over the past couple of years, especially since we we are still going through a pandemic? You know, we went through lockdown and for great reasons, you know, we we went through an uprising of social justice that was very much needed with George Floyd that um, changed a lot of conversations across the country and around the world. And so what changes have you seen happen? over the past couple of years and that really um, inspired you to get your voice amplified? Well, so it, it kind of brought uh, a shed a different light on things. So of course, being African-American, I've always experienced certain injustices growing up, um, but I always kind of um, took it with a grain of salt. But over the past few years, seeing people publicly being harmed. Um, it just, it just made me want to use my platform to, to kind of shed some light and to let it, to let it be known. Cause it's not all, all people of a certain race that are against us. You know, there's, there's good people of all races. And, um, uh, I feel like communication can heal all. I don't feel like there needs to be hate in the world. That's just one thing I, I was just raised on just loving people by the way they are, not the way they look. And my message, my message now has been, cause before when I thought about doing a podcast, I thought about Oh, we should do sports because that's what I played and that's what I loved. But that's not going to impact people. You know, um, a lot of times people have genuine conversations when we're playing cards or something, having a drink or we're we're at a cookout having a drink. And I wanted them to feel like they can relate to what they're looking at or what they're listening to. Like, hey, this guy is just like me. These people are just like me and they're going through these same issues. And so when I see things like George Floyd. Or if I see things like, um, you know, the things, the hate crimes that happen with the Asian Americans, uh, it just it just made me feel like somebody needed to stand up to let it be known that, you know, we see the pain 
Um, you're not alone in that pain. And, you know, there's people out there who care from all races. So that's just one of the ways that the, the way of the world has just impacted me. And then one last thing, um, I also lost an aunt in 2020, in August of 2020, um, during COVID. And I had COVID during the time I was in the hospital during the time. So I missed the funeral. And in that moment, it just, it woke me up to like, you know, things I want to do, I need to pursue it and do it now. You can't sit around and wait, um, you know, watching the world go up in flames over the last year, just opened my eyes to being more urgent instead of saying, hey, someday I'll do it. Today's going to be the day. You know, I think a lot of us felt that way, right? And and whether it's pursuing your dreams or using your platform or speaking up, you know, and and I can relate to that. Of course, I've, you know, being Asian American and and having always diverse friends and and friends from all different cultures. I grew up in a very, very um, you wouldn't think it, but I grew up in Anchorage, Alaska, but it was very diverse. The diverse kids, like all the mixed kids, we all gravitated towards each other and and we really grew up together, but you see the injustices, you see people talk, you grow up, you get into your career. There's always somebody that's making like obnoxious remarks and you're just kind of like, oh, whatever, you know, like, what are you going to do? That's just the way people are. And I think with all these, like everything coming to the rise, it's like, no, people are dying. You know, I mean, people are dying of a pandemic, like, and, and people are dying because of um, racial injustice, like the time to speak up is now, like you can't just be passive with anything, your dreams, your voice, your platform. So I just, um, I think that's amazing that you decided to do that, especially as, you know, somebody um, that has innate talents and, and being a entertainer music. I mean, that's fantastic. Tell us a little bit more about that. Like what kind of music did you do? And and what kind of performance did you do? And, and when did that stop? Was that like early on or? So I made music about, so I, I rapped for a long time um, since I was 11. And like I said, that's just kind of like part of the culture of, um, you know, the black community growing up where I grew up. That was kind of like the thing to do. Um, but for me, I always wanted to separate myself because like I said, I have a strong family and I wanted my mom to be able to come to my show. So I didn't rap about things that other people rapped about. People will talk about killings and stuff. I, I don't do that. So why would I rap about it? So I talked about experiences that I, that I dealt with in life. Like I made a song before called Platforms and it's just talking about how people get a platform, but they, but they don't react to the things that are going on in the community, like the injustices. So people don't do a lot with their platforms. So I, I made songs about things like that. I made songs about relationships um, all types of things, partying, whatever, anything under the sun that I've experienced. I made songs about that. Uh, I pay a lot of attention to detail and in, in story writing and, and lyrics. So that was something that I was very passionate about. And even now in my older age, um, it's oh, I'm not older, but I'm 30. I don't think. OK, yeah. you're not old. You're not you old, go, Bridget. Well, <laughs> no. Well, I'm just saying from 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 like from like rapper standpoint, I'm older. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a, I have a family. I have kids now. So my role now, I still have a love for it. So I kind of like mentor younger people coming up and, and try and give them guidance on being sharp with their lyrics and being professional and things like that. And as far as the plays go, um, growing up in the church, that's something that we kind of always did. Um, I've always, always, always wanted to get into acting. Um, a person I aspire to be like is 50 Cent, um, Curtis mm-hmm. Jackson, because he's somebody who took music, but he took it over and he became an executive producer of multiple shows and he's using his experiences and transitioning that to the film and depicting a picture of what our culture looks like. 
And uh, he's doing a great job of doing that. And I want to kind of be able to bring that type of insight to the world as well. That's really great. I mean, I think that that kind of, you know, besides the fact that you have created this podcast that we that we want to hear more about um, and follow suit around your passion and um, and and such great content, right? Of like people need to hear from regular people and and have regular conversations and talk about things in a very open way uh, because a lot of people can relate to them. So I think you've got that going for you. And you've had so much success as well, right? Like not anybody could just start a podcast, even if the content is great and have so much success, but you having um, a background in entertainment and songwriting and rapping and music, I think that all adds to it. Um, Will you see yourself kind of sharing some of your musical talents through your podcast or have you? I have um, from time to time, I kind of sprinkle in some lyrics that I've said in the past. Um, I, I have stuff that's on like Spotify and, and Apple Music and um, not last year, but in 2019, I was nominated for um, Album of the Year in Ohio. What? Um, that's yeah. awesome. Thank you. Thank you. But I'm, I'm just a humble guy. So I, I try to, you know, when I get locked in on one thing, I like to master that and I, I go all in on it. And um, a lot of people, I'm one of those people that I try to take knowledge from everything that I'm around. So if I'm having a simple conversation with you, I'm soaking that up. I'm taking notes or uh, for instance, at work, I work in the sales environment. I'm a sales trainer for a major company. I learned those tools that I, I took those tools that I learned from sales and applied it to me being outside in the outside world. So when I'm trying to get people on my show for my podcast or get sponsors and things like that, I take the tools that I've learned through my job and applied it. You know, I know everybody, like you said, can have great content and there's a million podcasts out there, but what can separate yourself? You got to reach out to these people. You got to be professional. And those are the type of things that I want to do just to set myself apart. And that's what I've been striving to do. That's important work. I mean, right there, you said it. For our listeners, and, and I'm curious as well, Perry, who have been some of your mentors um, throughout your life and through your career? So mentors in my life. Um, so my biggest influence has always been my parents. Um, my mom, she always just taught me how to just be a genuine person, um, lead with love. And, um, as big of a size of a guy I am and as intimidating as I can be to some people, um, I always want to make people feel like it's warmth and it's love over here, no matter what is going on, or, you know, no matter what we look like, you, you can find love over here in any type of way. Um, my dad, because he always made me be responsible um, that was his main thing. He always preached to us is no matter what uh, you want to be a leader, be your own man and be responsible. Um, he took on a lot and he he worked hard. He worked. He still works a lot of jobs. He doesn't have to, but he does. So he goes after what he wants. And then my big brother, I can't I can't let this go on her. My big brother, David, he's uh, one of my biggest mentors as well, um, just because he he always told me that, you know, if you have something special in you, just utilize it. Him and my wife, my wife is always somebody who always said, you know, if you have something, just use it. When you, when we pass on and we move on to the next life, we want to go to God empty and be able to let him know like, Hey, all the talents you gave me, I I, I use them to the best of my ability. So my wife and my big brother, uh, as of late have been my biggest, um, you know, mentors, I, I would say, but my parents were my role models. How lucky you are to have, you know, your close family and and your wife that are so supportive of you and and like your pillars, you know, and 
And I know your wife adds a lot of value and with her, um, with her talents as well, right? Yeah. We've seen some of her work. So that's super lucky there. Yeah, it's always, it's weird because every night, because I, I rarely get sleep because I stay up in the middle, like all night and I'm looking up, like I'll listen to podcasts, right? And when I listen to podcasts, I listen for the information. So there's a podcast, Drink Champs, that I listen to. And when I listen to it, I listen to the people that they say, hey, when I was getting this contract done, I, I spoke with this representative at this magazine. I pause the show. I Google that person. I look for their Instagram. I find their email. And then I'm, I'm crafting up an email for them in the middle of the night. And then I, I push play and I keep the podcast. And I'm doing it at like three in the morning every night. And I always lean over and tell my wife, like, hey, you know, I'm 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 doing work. I'm not messaging anybody, <laughs> anybody at the, in the middle of the night. But that's just the type of things that I do. And she's fully supportive because she said, hey, you you proven to me that whatever you want, you can figure it out. So uh, she's been fully supportive and just her strength and sacrifice. That's been motivation enough for me. Yeah. You know, and and that's how you reached out to us. Right. You were like, hey, let me see if, you know, we can talk and collaborate. And and we welcome that so much, you know, because things don't just happen. You know, I always, I tell my son this, like, it's very rarity that somebody comes and and reaches out for your talent and and gives you this, the golden ticket, you know, Mm -hmm. it just, yes, it has happened to some people, but very, very rare. And it reminds me of a story that I heard of a, of a young girl that is playing in, in one of these big plays. And I'm sorry, I'm not, you know, I, I don't remember which one, but what I took away from the story and they were just like, wow, you know, you're, you're part of this big play. You've got like one of the biggest parts and, and you're so talented and you have, and, and actually she's African-American. So her, she grew up singing through her family church and, you know, and she mentioned it's a big part of my culture and she's like big time now because she finally got this role. And then the, um, the reporter asked her, well, so how did they find you, you know, the play and they came find it. She goes, Oh no, they didn't find me. I, I auditioned like 200 times. Right. And I went and I went and I went and I went and they finally gave me a chance. So here I am, you know, and, and I was with my son and I'm like, did you hear that? Right. It didn't just happen. She went and went and went and she made it happen. So I feel like that's what you're doing. And it's so amazing that your wife recognizes that and, and she's supporting you because that's how it, how it will happen. Thank you. Yeah. My biggest thing is that um, it's not that People aren't good enough. There's plenty of talented people. We just got to create more opportunities for ourselves to be seen. That's kind of my vision on it. Yep. You're right. You've got to, you know, you got a lot to share. You got to like bring it to people, right? You got to put it in front of them um, because they're not going to just come asking. Um, so that's, that's really great. So tell us about follow suit, you know, when did you first launch it and what's been your experience so far and, um, and give our listeners more you know, insights to this. My first episode that I actually released was December 14th of 2020. So not even a year ago. Like I said, I, I did a couple of like pilot episodes just to try to get a feel of it in that summer. Um, but when my aunt passed, when my aunt passed in 2020 and I was in a hospital, it, it kind of woke me up to where it was just like, okay, you have to, if you're going to do it, you got to do it now. You can't play around with it. You have to actually get it together and do it now. So that's when I finally got my content together and decided instead of trying to have a script and, and go about doing sports, I just want to give them the raw emotion, the raw emotion I was feeling in that hospital, the raw emotion I was feeling when my uncle passed. And then when my aunt passed back to back years, um, I wanted to be able to share that with people because I know I'm not the only one. And don't get me wrong. I don't only talk about 
deep stuff like that. We have fun and we joke about things. Uh, we talk about relationships, finances, everything. But I just wanted people to feel that raw emotion right then and there. So I on, on my birthday, uh, my birthday is December 11th. So I, I asked all my best friends to come meet me. My, um, my wife's mother is a, she's a baker. She owns her own bakery. So she let me use the shop. So shout out to um, Pearl, Pearlene Love Ladies Cakery Bakery in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, but she let me use the shop and um, I invited my friends. I didn't tell them. I just told them we were having a guy's night out. So we're all drinking, we're hanging out. And then I started asking them raw, uncut, emotional questions like, hey, who do you vent to? when you have um, some problems going on, when you and your girlfriend or your wife are having a fight, do you just take it on the chin or who do you talk to about this? Um, I did that and I released it just to kind of see what people would think. And I got a lot of following out of the gate for it. We were drinking, um, we were drinking a certain beverage and P Diddy actually saw it and commented on the post. And, and from there I was like, okay, I got to keep going now. I got to keep going. So, um, and that just kept giving me, that just kept giving me inspiration to, okay, so once I saw P. Diddy reached out because he saw what we were drinking, now I'm like, okay, now I'm going to start trying to reach out to alcohol sponsors. That's how that started. I'm going to start talking about these things because a lot of women were commenting on our post because it, it felt good for them to see a group of men be raw and emotional. You never see men be vulnerable. So that was one thing that I wanted to highlight. Um, some of the things I experienced, like the ups and downs of it, sometimes it's been hard getting certain people on the show. Because people, you know, if you don't have a big name, certain people will act weird. Um, but ironically, the bigger name people have been more receptive to it than the local people. Um, I reached out to a, a former NFL player and his dad was like, yeah, I'll do it. He did it for free, came on set with me and we spoke. Um, I'll reach out to local people. And because I'm not a big name, they'll try to you know, downplay it as if they don't want to support it. So that's that's one of the things that's negative about it is trying to get people to buy in and support. Um, but at the end of the day, if you can just show them like, hey, I'm going to do it, whether you're involved or not. Um, that's been the main thing that I've been able to push through certain doors. Well, I hope that you keep pushing through those doors. Um, I did listen to your podcast. I'm a fan of your podcast. I'm a subscriber to your podcast. Thank you. now. So one of the things, um, one of the episodes that really hit me and it was like an aha, like, wow, you had someone on that was running for office and you yes. talked about the importance of being active in your um, community if you want to see changes um, through politics and really the importance on who you vote for and why. You know, it was such a strong episode not just to talk about change, but how to create a real change and to create space. And so that was probably my favorite episode. And I would love to hear from you. What were some of your favorites that you um, that you recorded? Yeah, so that one was definitely one of them because he's he's a person. He's a big name, like I was saying. And we got through to him and he instantly said yes. And he joined. So his name is um, Bashir Jones. He's from Cleveland. He was running for mayor. Um, he did not win, unfortunately, but we all know that he's the people's champ in, in the community because he was somebody who grew up in the inner city and he did not like politics. He hated it. He mentioned it on the podcast. He did not like politics, but he knew that the change he was trying to make and that he wanted to see, he needed to make a sacrifice and he was willing to be that sacrifice in order to get things done. So 
Um, he he, I know he's going to bounce back and find other ways, but that was one of my favorite ones. Um, the autism awareness episode was very big to me because it was enlightening to me. I got to see people, um, young parents who have children with autism and they weren't just handing out pamphlets and talking at you. They were giving you real like, hey, you know, I was nervous to have another kid after my first kid had autism. I was, um, you know, they, they, we need, we need to have shrinks or we need to have, you know, therapists for the parents of children with autism, because it's a lot on us mentally. We don't get breaks. How, how it's easy for a normal parent to find a babysitter. A lot of people don't want to babysit a child with autism because it's just a lot. So things like that, I never looked at or never thought about that was eye opening for me. So I love that episode. And then the, the first episode when I had all the guys on my very first episode. That was that was my favorite one because it was unexpected. Nobody knew about it. And it was just a genuine night. And that's what got everything started for me. So that was one of my favorite. I also have others where you can see like my relationship with my wife because she's on a few. Some of my best friends are on episodes. So I have fun in each and every one. But if you I could point out a few of those are the ones. That's super special. You know, I mean I feel the same way every time just like you know, we're meeting you, you learned so much from your guests and, and you learned so much from having these type of conversations. And, you know, I, I commend you for talking about those topics because it is a real thing. You know, there are so many parents with autistic kids and, and they struggle. Uh, so to be able to hear their experience and be able to relate, you know, really will make an impact in people's lives. So you grew up in Ohio um, your entire life. And then so, and you just made a big move recently. Yeah. So I, I've lived in Cleveland, born and raised. Um, I went for I went to college for two years out in Buffalo, New York. I was playing football out there. But then I came back to Cleveland and got into the work field as I was still pursuing other things. So recently, earlier this year, um, I got a, a job opportunity. My job bought a company in Charlotte and they asked me to move down for the company and lead the training program. So um, it was ironic because it was my wife's dream to always live in Charlotte. So even, um, and then a lot of people don't know this, but I had rotator cuff surgery in March of this year. And then immediately after my surgery, I had a newborn baby. So my daughter is um, three months old now. And we did all of that, but still pushed through, still kept the podcast growing, still was able to flourish at work and still be able to achieve it. Um, so we are now fully moved to Charlotte, North Carolina, um, transitioning well. A lot of people say that's a lot to put on my plate, but I'm just ambitious. I don't I don't want to just rest. And like I said, I don't want to go to the Lord empty. If, you know, if my day was today, you know, I want to just say like like with music, I can say I, I'm done with it because I put my all into it with this. I'm putting my all into it. anything I do. I put my all into it and I can accept the outcome if I do that. You sure can, you know, just kind of leaving it all on the table and doing your best is all we can do, Perry. <laughs> Absolutely. Know, mom tell me, it's always told me that, like, if you do your best, no matter what the outcome, you can feel good about your day. I'm with you there 110%. What's Absolutely. next for you, Perry? Like, you know, what are some of the topics that you hope to tackle on your podcast? What are some of the guests that you hope to that come on? So I know um, a guest that I'm having this week, they're in the fitness in the fitness area, like personal training and things like that. So I'm going to talk about how um, personal training can help somebody's mental health. You know, a lot of people are affected by the way that they look or 
you know, they're insecure. And, you know, a lot of that starts with your body. So that's that's one of the main things that I want to highlight. Um, when I go back to Cleveland, um, I'm going to meet with some owners of a wine company. There are two uh, husband and wife. They're um, they're both black and they own their own winery in Cleveland. So I'm going to highlight how they built up, you know, working with your spouse, uh, building a business with your spouse. And um, just, just touch base on that, how they got that started from the ground up. So those are some things how, you know, how they financially were able to be comfortable doing that how it feels to actually work with your significant other while you're trying to build a business. Cause a lot of times they say, don't do business with your loved ones. So how they were able to do that successfully are some things I want to highlight. Those are really great. And I think everybody can, you know, relate to that. For me, it didn't work out. I tried to go into business with my husband and that was the end of it. One thing was going to end either the marriage or the business. So I let him do that on his own. But, you know, for some people that can and, and you know, Bridget's in, in business with her husband, but I know he's hands on and you're probably more hands off. I am off so that. hands off. <laughs> I'm more like just giving him high fives. Like, good job, honey. I can't. I, I just can't. I, I admire couples that can work together. Honest to God. Um, but Mr. Albert and I are not that couple. <laughs> My wife and I, we, we do it. Um, because she, I mean, she's great at the things that I'm not great at and vice versa. The things I don't like to do is worry about the little things. I like to just be able to show up and do what I'm good at. So I don't like to have to worry about getting my audio set up. I don't like to have to worry about what my graphics look like or anything like that, a website. My wife is great at that. She's very detailed, very meticulous. So she handles all of that for me. She likes to do spreadsheets for budgeting and bills and things like that. I hate spreadsheets. So <laughs> I let my wife handle that. And I focus on if I have to be the person to speak or if I have to be the person to command the room or anything as far as leading, I, I am more than willing to do that. I think it works good for us starting out because I know what I'm good at and what I'm not. And I'm, I'm more than willing to delegate. A hundred percent. So I know as we started, you told us that, you know, you, um, your, I think your little boy started school and pre-K four, right? Yes. And and now I just learned you have a little baby girl too. Yes. Oh my goodness! And she and she's what three? How many months now? Three months. She'll be four months on October fourth. Oh my goodness! Yeah, her name wow. is Perry. Her name is Perry as well. Perry. Oh, and your boy's name? Kellen, but we call him Champ. Kellen. So if you ever say Champ. "Hey, Kellen," he'll say, hey, "My name is Champ." Oh my goodness. That's wonderful. And it's so um, great that you guys are starting your life and your family there in, in, in Charlotte. And, you know, what, what are your plans there? Because I know, you know, for us with, uh, with our podcast, we have a pretty, you know, simple way of connecting like we're doing now. And I know you had a pretty good production. Like, are you looking for a new space and you're going to continue that? Or are you going to, you know, be a little agile and, and do your podcast, you know, through other ways? So, yeah, I actually had a lot of meetings <laughs> since I've been down here finding good videographers. So I met with one and uh, this Sunday we're going to I'm going to use him and film our first one together. I have the reason I love it down here is because there's a larger market. It's, it's a close commute to Atlanta and Georgia, so I can get down there and connect with a lot of people in those areas um, there. And then I've also connected with there's a there's a company down here called the Black Elites. And they throw a lot of big social events. So I actually gained access to their upcoming. It's called the Black Coming. Like a, it's like a homecoming for all of the surrounding colleges. 
So I'll be doing um, red carpet type access, uh, media access. So as people are filtering in, I'll be interviewing multiple different people and uh, just different ways to just spread out and show the show the world that there's a lot of people like us um, trying to do things positive. I think that's wonderful. Really finding your footing and just continuing to amplify your voice. I mean, that's what it's all about. It's just so great. You know, one of the things um, I can only speak to, I'm a mother and, you know, I have a daughter and I know that, you know, we just spoke that you are a parent. What type of a legacy are you looking to leave your children, Perry? Well, I just want them to understand that they can be anything that they want to be. I want my kids to know that if they if they grow up and they want to be, whether it's an architect or astronaut, you don't have to be what the world tells you that you have to be. You know, a lot of people are out here that it's athlete or, or nothing else. I want my son to play sports, but just so he can help his chances to get a scholarship somewhere. But I want to teach him things that I wasn't taught. My my legacy that I want to leave is that I was somebody who did everything I could to be the person I want to be and live on my terms. Um, my motto is keep it hood, H-O-O-D, which stands for hold on to our dreams. And that's that's what I strive for every day. I have a lot of shirts and a clothing line, and it has that plastered on all of the shirts. Long live the dream, hold on to our dreams. My wife designs them and I come up with the vision. And that's just what I want to I want to teach my kids. I want to empower them and not just my kids, but just my younger siblings and the younger generation to just strive to do what you want to do in life. Don't don't live on somebody else's time. Wow. You know, now you're throwing something else at us. So you're, you know, you've got a clothing line, you're selling swag, you're a musician, (laughs) you're an actor, you're a podcaster, you're a father of two. I mean, you know, that is so inspiring because, you know, that hard work. And I remember when you reached out to us, you were literally moving, or I think you had just gotten there the night before and, and to talk to you again, you know, a few weeks later, and you've already been out there and and making connections and building your community. I, I just, uh, I think that's so wonderful. And that's what's going to, you know, put you apart and, and make you successful. So tell our listeners, how do they find you, you know, and I want to know everything. How do they find your podcast? How do they find your music? How do they find your t-shirts? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so you can find me on Instagram. It's P O underscore Ohio underscore CEO. Um, my podcast is in every link in my bio. So you can find my visuals on YouTube at follow suit podcast. And I'm also under black Oak TV. Uh, I signed a streaming deal with them. So they distribute the podcast follow suit podcast. Um, you can catch me the audio version on any platform that you get your podcast from, whether it's Apple podcast, Spotify, Amazon, anything that you listen to it on. Follow Suit Podcast. Um, the logo will be black and gold with the FS. My name is Perry Osby. Um, music, you can find music on all streaming platforms as well. Um, my most popular album was 44137. Um, that's the zip code of my neighborhood, which I grew up. I wanted to represent the city the right way. Um, so my stage name is PO. There's nothing fancy about it. Those are my initials. Facebook is Perry Osby. Um, LinkedIn is Perry Osby. Anywhere you want to find me, you can connect with me. Um, I'm very open, um, very receptive and looking to build. Looking to build. Well, on behalf of Served Up, Julie and I, I want to thank you so much for being on our show, Perry. You know, you are doing something that is incredibly important for all communities. 
um, helping us all to learn from topics that are incredibly important. And so, you know, just thank you so much for doing the good work that not everybody's brave enough to do or wants to really spend the time and effort to do. So we recognize your your amazing dedication um, to making the world a better place at the end of the day. So thank you for that. No problem. I appreciate you guys. And I have to, once I get fully, fully settled, I have to send you guys a couple of shirts. Oh, I'll wear, I'll wear the hell out of that shirt. Yes, <laughs> send it sure. to me. Yeah, for sure. We want to, and do you have like an online store or are those available through your... I had, I had a uh, Shopify store that I froze in the process of moving because mm-hmm. it was just too much to try and keep up with during that time. But I'm going to activate it again soon. But for you guys, I can just, we can connect via email or text and I can get you guys some shirts out. Oh, that would be really sweet. Okay, really we can get that like, Back pass VIP special. Of get course, some you, are, you are VIP. <laughs> um, we're so excited to see what you're going to do next, you know. And I think just putting yourself out there and, and being available because there are, you know, you are young, you're not old yet. So <laughs> don't give up on all the different things you have going. I just say keep at it all, right? Because it, some people get their break way later, you know. I mean, I, um, I really finally feel like the last couple of years is like, yeah, like things are starting to come around, you know, and I'm definitely older than you. So <laughs> keep it up, keep working hard and, and then, you know, paying it forward. And I know that's what you're doing, right. With everybody that you're talking to and putting this out, but you know, the young ones, the real young ones that they need that help, you know, they need that support. They need to see people like you and like all of us, right. Like, Oh, okay. They're kind of like me and and I can do that too. And and this is what it takes. So, you know, I think continue doing that. And, um, you know, I'm sure you probably have people reach out to you that you mentor all the time. Is that something that you like to do and, and kind of coach and mentor like that next generation? Yeah. So it's funny you say that because somebody at work yesterday, they asked me two questions. They were like, well, if you can be at any time in your life, at any age, what time was like your favorite time? And I was thinking on, I was like, right now, I've never been happier than I am right now. And then the second question they asked was, if you can do any job, if every job in the world costs the same amount of money, what would you do? And I was, I was just like, I probably, I probably would coach football or something where I can just interact with people and help change lives, help get people into college. It was, it was something I was passionate about. I can still podcast. So I would love to do my podcast and and just coach and mentor the youth. That's if I can do that, I'll be good. Very rewarding. You are definitely changing lives, you know, one show at a time, Perry. Thank you. Definitely. I know uh, Julie and I have just really enjoyed having you on the show today. And on behalf of the two of us and served up, I want to wish you just a lot of great health during the still strange time that we are living in. And a lot of peace, you know, Perry, thank you so much. And cheers to you. Thank you. Cheers to you guys. Thanks for listening. Served Up is brought to you by Southern Glazers Wine and Spirits. Produced by Zunu.online. Music by We Kill the Lion can be found on Spotify. Make sure to subscribe to be notified of future Served Up episodes. Cheers. Cheers.